listening to the Take Imperfect Action podcast, and today I'm going to share my entrepreneurial journey and how I've started each and every one of my businesses over the years. So if you are interested in hearing about what led me to where I am today and how I got all of my various businesses going over the years, then stay tuned. Hello and welcome to the Take Imperfect Action podcast. My name's Allison and I've been running my own businesses full time for the last 10 years, which has allowed me to uplevel my life, my finances, and my mindset. And it all happened by taking imperfect action. My goal with this podcast is to help you step outside of your comfort zone by giving you specific action steps that you can take that'll grow your online business and positively impact your life. I love giving you the steps, the strategies, and the kick in the pants that you need to get growing in the right direction. So if you're looking to leave your perfectionism at the door in order to make a much bigger impact, then you've come to the right place. Thank you so much for being here. Now let the fun begin. Hello friends, it is Allison from Wonderlast.com. Welcome to another delightful episode of the Take Imperfect Action podcast. Or if this is your first time, welcome. I am super excited to have you. I hope you're having a lovely start to your summer. Holy cow. As I am recording this, it is the last week of May, but when this airs, it's going to be the first week of June. And you know what that means. That means we are basically exactly halfway through 2020. What the Sam Hill? Like, how did that happen? I don't know about you, but this whole pandemic thing and the whole quarantining thing and social distancing thing, it's been like doing weird things for time with me. Like on one hand, time has kind of slowed down. It almost feels like it's slowed down. But on the other hand, it feels like it's sped up and I don't know what to think. My body's confused and I don't know how we're already June, but here we are. So I hope you're having a great start to your summer. I personally am enjoying a nice rainy day right now and I'm actually getting ready to move apartments, which I'm so excited about because I am moving to an apartment that is going to have a dedicated office space. And even though I've been working for myself full time for over 10 years now, I have never had a dedicated office space. I have lived in the same apartment for the last eight years and it's been a one bedroom and I've always just worked. My office has always just been the corner of the living room and it's done great. Like I've just made it work. I worked with what I have, but I have been uh, feeling the need for quite a while now to kind of upgrade and have a dedicated office space, one that I can have more space in, but also one that I can close the door at the end of the day on work because all I know is it is real hard sometimes to shut off your work mind when you are sitting on the couch trying to enjoy a relaxing evening and your desk is like literal feet away. So anyway, I'm really excited about that. That is happening right now. So I'm kind of doing a lot of decluttering and just kind of preparing things and picking out some new decorations. I just ordered a bunch of new furniture yesterday, which I haven't upgraded or done anything new with my furniture in eight years or more. So anyway, I am really excited about that and I will be sharing some photos and all of that stuff. So really excited about that. But today I thought it would be fun to pop on and share a little bit of backstory about how I got to where I am today in my business and how I got all of my various businesses up and running over the years. Because 
If you've been following me for a while, uh, then you're probably aware that this online business that I have right now, it isn't my first business. And I thought it would be cool to talk about because first of all, I personally love to hear about people's backstories, especially entrepreneurs, because I love to hear about what got them started and how they got to where they are, because usually, more often than not, 9.99 times out of 10, where they are right now, there's a whole backstory that led up to it. And I always find it so interesting how all of the various parts of your life story, while they may not make very much sense at all at the time, looking back in hindsight, they always seem to fit together perfectly, preparing you for the next step. So I love to hear people's backstories. And if you have anyone that you admire, any entrepreneur, anyone with a business, and you're looking at them and you're ever tempted to think, oh man, like they have it so figured out. They must have just got started and knew exactly what their niche was and had it all, you know, they knew what they were doing right from the get-go. Most of the time, that is not the case. There is usually years worth of other things that happened first that led them to starting their business in the first place. And then with many, with many people, it also took more time to kind of figure things out. As you will hear in a minute, that is definitely what happened with me. So before I started my online business, I had years worth of other things happen first that led me to really starting it in the first place. And all of my businesses, how they got started and how I started making money in them, they all have a common theme. So if you are currently either thinking about starting an online business or are really getting serious about making your current online business into maybe a full-time sustainable thing, which I'm assuming you probably have or are interested in having an online business on some level since you are listening to this podcast, then I thought you might find bits of my story helpful or at the very least interesting. So if you are not interested in hearing a bit of my backstory, well, there is good news. I've got 87 other episodes that you can listen to right now, but that is what we're going to be talking about today. But before I dive into my life story, I've got a super exciting announcement that I am so pumped to share with you. If you are listening to this right now and you are currently not experiencing the freedom, the revenue, and the levels of success that you would like in your online business, or if you find yourself working long hours and grinding away at your computer and missing out on precious time with your loved ones instead of experiencing the time freedom that you had hoped for, or if you have a vision for your business, but the current reality of it doesn't match it at all. If you're doing all the things and getting burnt out because none of them seem to be working and you're thinking to yourself, is this ever gonna work or am I gonna have to throw in the old towel and give up on my dream? Then my friend, first of all, I have been there. Oh my goodness, I have been in all of those places. It is not fun. And because I know just how hard and painful being in any of those places is, I hate to see others struggling there too. I hate to see other big hearted entrepreneurs that have the desire to positively impact others and that can do so much good getting stuck in the business side of things. And if you are listening to this podcast, then I know that you have so much to offer to the world. You are meant to share your unique gift, talent, 
passion or expertise and you have the ability to create any type of life that you desire. And that is why I am so excited to announce that for the very first time ever, this summer I am partnering with my good friend and business mentor, James Wedmore, to bring you what I honestly consider to be an absolute life-changing business program that will finally get you to the dream business that you have envisioned. Business by Design is for entrepreneurs who are ready to go from feeling like an underpaid and overworked employee to the thriving digital CEO that has the time and money freedom they deserve while making the impact that they are meant to make. This program is filled to the brim with proven step-by-step -step strategies and processes for all entrepreneurs in all different niches and in all different industries. And let me tell you, the step-by-step -step processes and strategies included in the program are like pure magic. When I first joined Business by Design all the way back in May 2017, I made over $15,000 less than three weeks later after joining with very minimal time and effort when I decided to try one of these processes. And Business by Design, in combination with all of the time-saving tools and templates provided by a moi, yours truly, is guaranteed to not only help you shave years worth of time and struggle off of your entrepreneurial journey, but to help you actually make every single business dream that you have have and more a reality. And guess what? The waitlist for Business by Design is now available at wonderlast.com forward slash BBD, as in Business by Design. So again, that's wonderlast.com forward slash BBD. And you're going to want to get yourself on this waitlist so that you can be the first to be notified when the doors open, because I am here to tell you that this program is hands down the best business program I have ever taken. And I have taken a lot of them over the last 10 years. And if you are wanting to not just build your business, but to actually thrive while doing so, regardless of the economy, if you wanna take the guesswork out of what steps you actually need to take and how to take them, then you do not want to miss when the doors open and the doors will only be open for a very short five day window. So to make sure that you do not miss this amazing opportunity, head on over to wonderlast.com forward slash BBD. Again, wonderlast.com forward slash BBD, or you can just scroll down into the show notes and the link will be provided for you there. Simply enter in your name and I will let you know when the doors open. Do it now and thank me later. Okay, so ready to hear my business journey life story. Well, it all started a long, long time ago when I was a little youngin. No, but seriously, it started at a very young age. I think I've always kind of had the entrepreneurial seed planted within me because even when I was like eight years old, nine years old, 10 years old, I was always starting clubs with my friends. I was always trying to lead various types of groups and I was always figuring out ways that I could make money. I would like to make DIY crafts and try to sell them to my friends. And I remember I made a bunch of like friendship bracelets and paper fans, not fancy fans, like a kind where you get cardstock and you basically just fold it like an accordion and tape it at the bottom, those kind of fans. But I would make a bunch of like crafts and I would set up a junky little booth with like a card 
cardboard box and a sheet and I would lay everything out and I would sit at the end of the driveway and oh yeah, I would make bank that way. I would make like maybe a couple dollars out of, you know, pity from the neighbors who felt bad for me. But anyway, so I've kind of always had this seed planted within me where I loved to start things and I loved to kind of just be my own boss. And so later on in life, when I was 16, on my actual birthday, uh, I decided to go out and get a job. So that's another indicator. I kind of always like to work as well because on my birthday, I went out and I got a job. So I went to a restaurant called Steak and Shake, which if you live in the Midwest, those are still around. And I went there and I got hired on the spot and I began working. Now I didn't have to work. My dad was like, you realize like you're in high school, you know, I was lucky in that I didn't have to work uh, at that point to earn money. So he was like, you don't have to work this summer. And I was like, but I want to. So I went out, I got a job. And within the first week when I saw the work schedule, I had instant anxiety. I was like, holy crap. I no longer have control over my schedule. Someone else is now scheduling my time and telling me what days I have to be here. And oh my gosh, like what if I wanna do something on this day? I can't, I have to work. And the fact that I no longer had control over my schedule caused massive anxiety. So right then and there, as I was looking at that schedule, I was like, you know what, one day, I am going to start my own business and I'm going to work for myself. I had zero clue what that was going to be or what that was going to look like. I just knew that I wanted control over my schedule and I was going to start my own business. So fast forward a couple years, I went to college, you know, did the theater. I, I majored in theater arts management and I had always kind of had a desire to be a movie star. <laughs> and my mom was very theatrical growing up. She ran a theater group, I was homeschooled. And so she had like a big theater group for all the homeschoolers in the area. And I just loved acting. I loved making videos with my siblings and friends. We were always making home movies and entering them into like local film contests. And so I, as soon as I graduated from college, a couple months later, I decided that I was going to move to Hollywood, California in pursuit of following my dream to become a movie star. And despite the fact that I didn't know anyone out there except for my boyfriend at the time, and we actually ended up breaking up like a month later after I moved, I didn't know anyone in California. I had no friends there. I had no family there. I had zero connections in the movie industry. Um, but I believed in my dream of becoming an actress so strongly and therefore I decided to make the decision to move. And so I got up all my stuff. I, I graduated from college. I worked at Walgreens as a photo developer back in the day where they still, you know, did that. Do they even do that anymore inside of Walgreens? I don't think so, where they still had film cameras. Um, I think that's gone now, weird. I don't know, I'll have to look next time I go. But anyway, for the summer, I saved up some money working at the photo place inside of Walgreens. And in August, I got my first car and I packed that thing up and I woke up early and I left to go to California. And I remember as soon as I pulled out of the driveway, I started bawling. Like I was so scared, not, not really scared, but more like I, I knew I was going to miss my family and I was driving so far away from anyone and everything that I ever knew. 
So I made it to California and I moved to good old Hollywood and I started going on auditions and I won't go too much down the rabbit hole there, although I will say I had a very <laughs> embarrassing audition for George Lucas of all people. If you know Star Wars, you know who you know who that is. I actually got to audition for George Lucas for Clone Wars and let's just say it was like the most just weird crazy audition of my life and it was so just I did awful so anyway <laughs> I was living in Hollywood I was working at a restaurant called the Alt Elephant Bar I was working at Starbucks at the same time and I was pursuing my dream of acting but at the same time I was like you know I need to make more money because if you live in Southern California California in general but especially like Southern California or Northern California on the two ends you know how expensive it is and so the hours that I was putting in every day at Starbucks and at the Elephant Bar, they still were not exactly cutting. And I was like barely skimming by on the money that I was making. And I'm, you know, going to auditions, all of this, and I'm getting some, I'm getting some acting stuff, but it was more like free stuff or like I was an extra. So like the pay was very minimal. And so I decided, I was like, yo, I'm going to start my first business. I had always loved weddings and I had always loved uh, you know, I would watch like all the wedding shows on TLC. I remember there was one called Wedding Story and I had always loved planning parties. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to start my own business. The time is now. I'm going to be a wedding planner. And so I did some research. I kind of would watch the Jennifer Lopez, you know, wedding planner movie as if that was like education. I know it's really silly. Um, but anyway, I felt like it was educational. And I did actually get certified as a bona fide wedding planner. I went through a program and I started my website and I planned my very first wedding, got my first client, planned my first wedding and discovered that I actually hated it. And so, while I was initially excited about the idea, I was like, huh, this doesn't feel right. Like I should be pumped about this. I should be feeling good about this, but I didn't. It was like pulling teeth. So I knew immediately that it just wasn't the direction for me. So fast forward uh, several months, I actually had met someone while I was in California. We got engaged. And for the wedding, we decided to actually move back to Kansas City, which is two hours from where I grew up. I grew up in Columbia, Missouri. And so we decided to move back to Kansas City, get married. I'm, I'm no longer married, but we ended up getting married in August of 2009. And at my wedding, I saw the wedding photographers that we had hired. They were a young couple, probably my age, maybe, maybe a little bit older, it, it, not much, but they were having so much fun. I just remember looking at them and they were having so much fun and they were just taking pictures. And I was like, I looked at them and I was like, I could do that. And so <laughs> about a day, a couple days later, I was driving with my sister and it was just like a lightning bolt. And I was like, oh, I'm going to start a photography business. And it made sense. Like I loved, I genuinely loved to take pictures. I had always loved to kind of document life. I was obsessed with scrapbooking. I clearly loved weddings because as I mentioned, you know, I like was in love with watching all of those cheesy wedding documentary shows on TLC. And I was just like, this makes perfect sense. 
And so the very next day I went on Amazon and I ordered my first real camera at the time. I never had a quote unquote real camera. I'd always had like the junky little point and shoots, which they've come a long way since this, you know, 2009. But I went and I ordered my equipment and I started my Facebook business page and I just started posting personal photos because I had no portfolio whatsoever. I had no idea what I was doing. So I just want to point out that like I got all my equipment the day after I got the idea and I started my Facebook business page that week, yet I had no experience whatsoever. This is gonna, this is like a reoccurring theme throughout my life. I have like this confidence, but it's not confidence in like how to do the thing, like with the wedding photography. I didn't have confidence in how to shoot weddings because I had never done it. But what I have always had confidence in, and in this case, I had confidence that I would figure it out. So I got the equipment, I started the page, I started posting personal photos, and I just started, you know, sharing whatever I had, and I started getting people reaching out to me, being like, oh, you shoot? Oh, cool, oh, okay. Like I would post like really badly designed graphics, being like, book with me, buy blah 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 date, and get 50% off your wedding package, because I was trying to build my portfolio. And I ended up getting enough customers to completely book out the following year for 2010. And so literally within months of starting my photography business, no clue what I was doing, never shot a single wedding, I had booked out the entire following year. And that is the year where I moved to Kansas City from California. So I don't wanna say I gave up on my acting dream, but while I was out there living in Los Angeles, I was like, I, I realized I did not want to live in Los Angeles. I did not want to live in California. I missed my friends. I missed my family. I'm a Midwestern girl at heart. And for me, I also didn't really enjoy the just the whole process of going on auditions all the time and doing all the things related to it. And I was just like, eh, this doesn't feel right to me anymore. So yeah, so I, I, I decided to pursue that photography business, which did feel right. And I was genuinely excited about it. Like I would spend hours looking at photography websites and looking up, you know, how to's on how to shoot better photos. And so I started that business and it was just amazing because it, it was the first time in my life that I had a job that I loved where I wasn't waking up in dread every single morning of having to go to work. And you know what I'm talking about. Uh, most likely we've all had usually at some point in our life a job that we do not enjoy where we wake up in the morning and we're like, oh, I have to go to work. And then while you're at work, you're just looking at the clock, dying to go home. But then the second you get home, you're all already dreading going to work the next day. And that had been what I had been experiencing up until this point. And so having a job that I loved was just a game changer in the quality of my life. Just like, oh, it just opened up so much inspiration. I just felt so much happier because I wasn't living in a constant state of dread of going to work or being at work. And I felt like I was really utilizing my talents and I was passionate about what I was doing. And so I shot weddings every single year. And uh, at the same time, I had also started a blog, but it was more for fun. But in the back of my mind, I was like, you know what? Like in the back of my mind, same time I started my photography business, this is like 2010. 
that year. I also started a blog just for personal purposes, but in the back of my mind, I was like, hmm, this might be cool to turn into a business at some point. So that seed had kind of been planted. So anyway, I shot weddings full time for, you know, several years and about 2014, I began to feel this feeling of it being off. Like I, I no longer felt the same level of passion about it. And I really got honest with myself and I realized like, I don't see myself doing this long term. Like this has been wonderful. I have genuinely loved shooting the weddings, getting to know the couples, but I began to find it really draining because believe it or not, I am a mega introvert. Like I am in college, I would sit in my dorm on Friday nights with my roommate. Luckily we were two peas of a, two peas of a pod and we would be cross-stitching <laughs> like grandmas on Friday nights in our dorm room. So the whole like shooting the weddings and being surrounded by people and managing people and the pressure of like, holy crap, I gotta get this right. There's only one shot. Otherwise I'm gonna screw up their entire wedding memories. Like it was just a lot of uh, mental and physical draining. Like the day after I would shoot a wedding, I, and this is when I'm in my 20s, early 30s, like I felt like I was hit by a bus. I would wake up the next morning, my entire body would be in just so much pain and aching, and I felt like I was about 80. And I was just like, I don't see myself doing this anymore. And so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go all in with turning this blog that I have been doing for fun for the last couple years. I was really just sharing hobbies and life updates in it. I was like, I am gonna find a way to turn this into a business because I knew that I couldn't just keep shooting weddings long-term. And so that year, 2014, I made the decision, I am going all in with taking this thing online. And I had no idea how to do it, no clue. I remember going for walks and thinking to myself, how am I gonna make this work? I have no idea, like I have zero, zero plan on how I'm actually gonna make money with this. I just knew that I had to. And so just like everything else, I did not have confidence in what, like the what, like how I was gonna make money and online business. I had no confidence in that because I didn't know what I was doing. What I did have confidence in was my ability to figure it out. So I spent, you know, months, countless hours just researching and educating myself and I did have experience in business, of course, and that's actually why I wanted to start my online business is because while I was shooting weddings and while I was running my business, my wedding photography business, I had fallen in love with the business side. Like I was obsessed with branding and I was obsessed with like marketing and I was getting people asking me questions about how did you start your business? And so that's ultimately kind of the idea I had when I decided to transition into my online business was like, I'm really passionate about the business. I want to help people start and grow their businesses so they can experience the feeling of having a job that they love, having a job that lights them up. But I figured out that the whole online business world is a lot different than the local wedding photographer world. And so I felt in many ways like I was kind of starting over. And so it took, a, you know, it took countless hours of me just doing research and, and all of that and taking imperfect action and just kind of bumbling my way through it all. 
but I eventually figured it out. In 2015, I was able to be really, I, I, I was making enough money to where I was able to kind of stop taking on new wedding, new wedding customers. That just sounded weird. Um, clients. No, I don't know. Whatever. You get my point. Um, so I figured it out and I started creating online courses, showing uh, other people how to start and grow their businesses. I was teaching the aspects of business that I had fallen in love with, which were branding specifically. That was one of my first courses that I ever created. And I just figured it out. And over the last several years, I have kind of evolved as an online business. I have taught different aspects of online business. And then last summer, summer of 2019, I got the nudge to just also start a product line because that was also something that I was really passionate about. I love to design things and I was always, I was always looking for cute graphic tees that would be specific to me as an entrepreneur. Like I wanted cute graphic tees for my photos and fun little sayings that entrepreneurs would understand. And I was having a hard time finding those. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to make this happen. I'm just going to create it myself. So last summer, I actually started a product line too. And once again, I had zero clue about anything about product lines. I had or like clothing lines, like apparel. I had no idea what I was doing, yet I bought an e-commerce site and I designed a ton of cute tees and various things for entrepreneurs and I just did it. I did it over like the course of a month and a half. And by the way, that's fun entrepreneur swag if you're ever curious. But so that's kind of led me to where I am today is all of these different things. And so the lessons that I have learned that I hope that maybe you can take and find a golden nugget in is that first of all, the most important thing when it comes to starting and growing your business is to first believe that it is possible. That is like prerequisite number one, because you're never going to take the actions you need to take ultimately if you don't believe in your heart that it's possible. I, st I have started every single business I've ever had in my entire life because I first believed it was possible and I had confidence, not in the thing, but in my ability to figure it out. And so I believed it was possible. I took messy inspired action despite having, like I said, no confidence. And in the case of my wedding photography business, I had zero experience. I had no clue what I was doing. And I, I remember to this day shooting my very first wedding. I, I was like, I, I did not start off second shooting. So if you're uh, into the photography, if you're in the photography world, you know what I mean by second shooting. But basically a lot of times wedding photographers will have a secondary photographer shooting alongside them. And many times people will, people who want to be wedding photographers, they will start off as a second shooter to someone else. And I decided to just skip all that. I was like, you know what? I'm going to figure it out. And I shot my first wedding all by myself. And I guess I didn't do a horrible job because the person was very happy, happy at the end. But my point being is I never had confidence in the, the thing itself. I always just had confidence in the ability that it would, that, that I could do it and that it was going to work out, that I would figure it out as I went, which kind of leads me to my next lesson that I've learned is that you don't have to have it all figured out in order to start doing the thing that you want to do because it is impossible to figure it out step by step 
right from the get-go and I am speaking as a type A personality, someone who loves to plan, someone who loves to figure things out step by step. Um, but what I've learned is that it's impossible to do that and you are just going to be causing yourself a lot of frustration and overwhelm and wasted time if you're trying to plan it all right from the get-go. Now, I'm not saying planning is a bad thing. I still believe in planning. I still do planning in my business. I think it's important, but trying to figure out something step by step when you, especially when you've never done it before, that's impossible. Plus the universe always has a way of, you know, taking you on twists and turns that you could have never planned for. But as I said at the beginning of this episode, while things might make zero sense at the time that they are happening, in hindsight, they always fit perfectly together. And it's like this big, amazing jigsaw puzzle of life. And you're like, holy crap, like, whoa, I see now how that led me to this and that led me to this and here, here I am today. So like when I moved to LA, as I said, I had zero contacts in the movie industry. I had no friends out there. I had no family out there. I had no real plan of what I was gonna do. I had never been in the film world before or anything. I just knew I was gonna figure it out. I had a dream and I was like, I'm gonna follow that dream. Or with my wedding photography business, I got the idea. It felt right in my gut. It was something that I wanted to do. I was like, I I'm gonna figure this out. I just bought the equipment the day after I had the idea. I got my Facebook biz page up and I started posting all those personal photos and I got clients. Or with my online business, I didn't have a plan. I didn't know how I was gonna make it work. I just knew that I was gonna figure it out step by step. I didn't have my niche perfectly dialed in. I did not have clarity on the paid products that I would sell. I simply got started by getting my website up, in which case it was my blog, which was already technically up, so I really just tweaked that. And I just started trying different things. And by trying different things, I was able to figure out what I did and what I didn't like, which leads me to the next lesson that I've learned, which is, I guess this would be lesson number three, taking action leads to gaining clarity and confidence. So many people wait until they feel ready or they feel confident to do something or until they have it all perfectly mapped out. But it's the taking action part and the just doing it part that leads to the confidence and to the clarity. I never had confidence in what I was doing. All I had confidence in was, as I've said multiple times already, my ability to figure it out. And it was taking those steps and getting the experience and actively figuring it out that led to me getting the confidence. So all you need to know is the next step. If you know a couple steps ahead and you know the next five steps, awesome. But all you really need to know is the next step. And when you take that next step, that step will unlock the next step. And that step will unlock the next step. And so it will just kind of keep, each little step will keep appearing once you actually just take the step. And so the fourth lesson that I've learned over the years is follow what feels good. You know, if going towards a particular thing gets you feeling excited and it gets you feeling good and it feels good in your gut and you're like, yes, like this is what I want to do, then it's probably a good direction for you to go in. 
Every business that I have started, I started it because I was passionate about it and because it just made me feel so excited to my core. I would literally be like, oh yes, like I could do this all day long. And if I could get paid to do it, then that would just be like a bonus. And so I didn't necessarily have a step-by-step -step plan. I really just followed what felt good, what felt good in my gut, what got me really excited. And I never, I never took any wrong directions. A lot of times people are worried about, well, I don't want to choose the, the wrong thing. I don't want to head in the wrong direction. And like with my wedding planning business, as you heard earlier, um, I thought initially that was the direction I wanted to go in. But as soon as I got my first paying client, I was like, uh, no, just kidding. And so I don't think of that as, oh, I made the wrong decision because what that did was give me clarity on what I didn't want to do. I knew immediately in my gut that it was not the thing that I wanted to do. And so it didn't excite me. It didn't feel good in my gut like I thought it would, but I would not have known unless I had actually done it. And so that kind of leads me to the next lesson, lesson number five, which is, there's no such thing as wrong directions or wrong decisions. There are only directions and decisions that will help lead you towards more clarity on what you do want or something that might work out better. So you can just take the pressure off right now from here on out in your entrepreneurial journey around making decisions because it's impossible to figure it out right from the beginning and every single decision that you make is just going to give you more clarity on what you do and don't want and what does and doesn't work. And so my entire business journey has just been me following the direction of what has felt good and figuring it out as I went along, trying different things and discovering, huh, okay, this, this I really enjoy, huh, this thing, not so much right here. With my online business, I didn't have my niche figured out right away. Like in, in 2014, I decided to go in the direction of helping online business owners, but as I mentioned, I had started the blog around the same time that I started my photography business in 2009, 2010. And so during those previous years, when I kind of wanted to turn it into a business, but I wasn't really going all in with it, I was just playing around with different things. I was doing all sorts of different things, all different types of lifestyle things. I, I was all over the place, but I was exploring different interests. And by doing that, it gave me the clarity on what I did want to do and what I didn't want to do. And that is ultimately what led me to wanting to focus on business, that and having my wedding photography business. So there's no such thing as wrong decisions or wrong choices. And then the last lesson I've learned is that, well, there's a lot of lessons I've learned, but that this episode would be like hours long if I shared all the lessons. But I guess the last lesson that comes to mind, just sharing my kind of backstory, is just because it is scary, it doesn't mean you should stop or not do it. Feeling fear is not a sign that you shouldn't do something. It's usually just an indicator that A, you actually care about the outcome, 
and B, that whatever you want is outside of your comfort zone, which is where all of the real growth happens. I say that all the time, but it's so true. Everything you want, all of your big goals are outside of your comfort zone, which is where all of the real growth happens. And that can be scary. And when you're stepping outside the comfort zone, your mind likes to protect you and it starts coming up with all the worst case scenarios and holy crap, I just want to keep you safe. So we're going to, you know, bring up all of this stuff to hopefully get you to stay inside your comfort zone bubble. And I guarantee you that everything that you, like all the big goals that you have, all of that is outside of your comfort zone. And so the second, like the second that I pulled out of the driveway, when I was headed to Los Angeles, I was scared of moving away from my friends and my family. Uh, the first time I shot a wedding, I almost crapped my pants. I, <laughs> I uh, well, not literally, but I, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like. I remember the days leading up to that wedding. I was absolutely terrified, but I didn't take it as a sign to stop. Or the first time that I decided to go, well, I guess the first and only time I decided to go all in with my online business, I remember I was terrified because I had no clue what I was doing. I really didn't know how I was gonna make it work. And I remember I bought a $2,000 program around that time to help me with business and to kind of help me like with the online business stuff. And I was making $0 at the time in my own online business. I was making money in my photography business, but my online business wasn't generating revenue. And I was like, holy crap, am I going to invest in this thing when my business isn't profitable yet? I almost barfed. But did those feelings of fear stop me in any instance? No, if I let fear stop me, I wouldn't have even started my first business let alone be where I am today. And so if you ever feel feelings of fear, don't take that as a sign to stop. Don't take that as a sign that you're, you shouldn't do something. Take it as a sign that you are headed in the right direction. Why? Because you're stepping out of your comfort zone and that is always a good thing. So that, I guess, kind of wraps it up. I could keep on rambling all day about all of the lessons. So if you would like to hear just more, maybe like a part two episode on more of the lessons that I learned from the last 10 plus years, uh, let me know. Let me know. You know I'm on Instagram at Wonderlass. Um, all of the all of the places you can find me, but let me know if you'd be interested in that. And oh, also, by the way, speaking of life turns and how all the pieces kind of fit together, preparing you for the next step, I actually have a very exciting next step, which I will talk about more in an upcoming episode. Uh, but I'm actually kind of headed in a bit of a new direction with my business. I'm even changing my name, not my like name, Allison, but like my brand name uh, from Wonderlass. And so at the time you're listening to this, when this airs the first week of June, the change might have already happened. And what led me to this change that I am in the process of making in my business? All of the previous years of being business and all of my experience, I would not have been able to make this change and find this new direction of what just felt so right and what felt so good had I not had all of these other years of experience. So I'm really excited to share more about that with you. So like I said, at the time this comes out, the change might already have happened. So maybe just go to my website, wonderlast.com and see if it's happened yet. You will know because 
it will no longer be called Wonderless. So anyway, there's there's that. I know. I love to leave hints of vague surprises. So anyway, that is all, my friend. If you are still listening, well, thank you for listening. I, I hope that you found some part of my story helpful or inspiring or interesting or entertaining. I don't know, got some sort of value out of it. And I'm assuming you did since you are still here and you are still with me. So I appreciate you. I am so excited to tell you more about the change that I've got coming because ah, it gets me really excited. And yeah, so that is all for today. Go forth kick some butt. You are wonderful. You are always on the right track. And I cannot wait to connect with you in the next episode. Wait, don't go just yet. If you enjoyed today's episode, then I would really appreciate you letting me know by taking a second to leave me a review on iTunes because your reviews helps my podcast get seen by more people, which allows me to keep the good stuff coming. And if you aren't already following me on social media, then you can get extra tips and inspiration over on Instagram by searching at Wonderlast or by visiting my website, wonderlast.com. You are freaking awesome, and I am so excited to connect with you more in the next episode. In the meantime, go forth and kick some butt.